Chapter 39 Ilse opened her eyes to greet the friendly sunlight. Streams of light seared through the tree branches, and fresh dew dotted the leaves. She fully came to her senses when Crescent snorted close to Ilse's face, softly blowing at her hair. She rubbed her hands over her eyes and slowly rose from the area of flat grass that she had been resting on. She had been out here in the forest for about three days. She had little idea where she was, but she was sure that the mountains were still to her right. She began patting Crescent's neck, as she thought. A loud, abnormal screech stretched its way across the sky, and a flock of birds flew away from their perch. She didn't think much of it. If she was stuck in Beast Forest again, it was one of the friendlier sounds that she'd heard. She decided after a few days of searching that Ladala would keep her people in the forest where they seemed most comfortable. To avoid being seen, she and Crescent walked and slept by day and flew by night. She was looking for any sign that would look like a mysterious entryway. So far, everything seemed mysterious and unhelpful. She knew they were being tracked by her soldiers and wondered if any would swoop down from the trees and finally give her directions or lead her straight to it. At least no, she wasn't alone in the forest. For the next three hours, she made the pattern of riding, stopping, sleeping, riding, stopping, sleeping. Where am I going? Ilse thought, looking to the compass. Just when she thought the trees were playing tricks on her and sending her in circles, a bright light shone a few yards before her. Instead of some sort of magical occurrence, Ilse found that she had finally escaped the forest and had ridden to a shoreline. There were a few low hills about, then a sudden drop into the sand. She and Crescent stopped at the edge of the grass. Ilse looked with interest to the shore. She unfastened her boots and stepped into the sand. She could suddenly remember the beautiful shores of Ravenna, before it became frozen and barren. She gazed out at the still water and tried to remember what life was like before the wall. A soft wind swept around her, tousling her hair at all she heard was silence. She crouched down and sunk a hand under the sand and let it pass through her fingers. She groaned and her other hand combed her hair in frustration. What felt earlier like a burst of inspiration, the next vital move, suddenly felt foolish. What if I have failed enough times that Ladala won't give me sanctuary? What if our deal is broken? She heard a screech. With her feet in the sand, she turned back to look at the forest line. A falcon circled overhead and looked down on her with its pointed beak. It screeched before swooping away. No sooner, she heard her name. Ilse put on her boots again and saw Reshma riding full speed out of the forest and practically into Crescent. She quickly dismounted and huffed towards Ilse. Before Ilse could say anything, Reshma closed the gap between them and slapped Ilse across the face. The sound echoed and Ilse put a hand to her cheek. She bent over as she absorbed the stinging pain of the blow. What on earth were you thinking? Reshma shouted, breathing heavily. What was that for? Ilse cried out, backing away from Reshma. Why did you leave without telling anyone? Reshma asked with fury. Ilse sucked in her breath, wincing, and threw a deathly glare back. I saw how happy you were with Gilly. You've already found some of your siblings, and... Ilse said, chest pounding. You're getting what you want, and I didn't want to muck it up. That's no excuse to go away by yourself, Reshma said. If you want my help... I'm not worth protecting, Ilse said, shoving Reshma's hand off her own shoulder. I'm not worth your family's blood. What's gotten into you? Why are you all of a sudden trying to play the hero? Reshma, Ilse said, standing back up again, putting her hands into fists. Quit scolding me like a child. Did you not stop to think that I might want to do more than just find my family, but help you fight back for Ravenna? Look, if I were in your shoes, 
I'd go looking for my family and go in any direction opposite of the Ilderims, rather than directly towards them. He is a kicker. My brother's a Yildirim, and I watched him attack Berg's family in. Do I have a choice? You don't just abandon those you care about. I'm sorry about your brother, was all Ilse could murmur. I at least know he's alive. That's always a good start, Rashma replied. Did Gilly stay with Giselle? She's not here, Rashma said. She helped me track you and flew off. Yeah, you heard that right. She's an animal like you. Except a falcon and not on the moon's whim. Just whenever she feels like it? There she is! Someone yelled. A few soldiers trickled onto the scene, followed by more. It was a swarm, and they were the only two targets. What if your brother is here? Ilse asked. Attack anyone that doesn't use fire is all, Rashma said through gritted teeth. We're fighting? Ilse asked incredulously. Fight or die! Ilse felt such an immense burning desire within her body. I won't give up. I can't. The sudden thought surged throughout her soul, and she let out a cry and charged towards the first opponent. She knocked down a Yildirim with her sword in her fury. Ilse took a quick glance at Reshma, who was in the middle of a duel with a burly soldier, dodging and taunting him. Ilse closely avoided a swinging blade in time to save her neck. She blocked herself with her blade and evaded more attacks. She looked around and found it to be of no use. They kept coming. There was no end to their numbers. She was suddenly seized by four or five firm, gripping hands. She flailed and kicked, but the more she screamed, the more Yildirims flooded the scene. Dash whinnied, and Crescent let out a terrifying roar, unlike any Ilse had heard. For the first time, she witnessed Crescent fight back. The dragon flapped his mighty wings and hovered in the air for the higher ground and spewed blue fire on the soldiers below. It distracted the soldiers enough that Ilse was able to throw icicles or punches at whomever came too close. Is the whole army here? Ilse thought. She half expected to see Rubens around here somewhere, watching his lackeys do his bidding, or even Althod, with the surprising amount of numbers. So many for just the two of us? Ilse looked around and was suddenly enlightened. Elven soldiers were also on the battlefield. They were grossly outnumbered, but they were worthy opponents. They've come to help, Ilse thought, flushed with temporary relief. We're not abandoned. She suddenly felt something clash against her face. She staggered back and put a hand to her forehead. Fresh blood soaked her fingers. Her vision was hazy, and confusion and chaos surrounded her. Her knees buckled as she tried to remain calm. She put a hand to her head and tried to look up. A female soldier took a swipe at her with a thick, spiked club and struck Ilse in the face again. She heard Reshma scream her name. Ilse looked horrified at her hands. They were a sickening sight, blood dripping from her fingers. The soldier roughly grabbed her to lift her up. I said capture, not kill. Ilse somehow heard above the din. Ilse recognized the voice as Rubens. He stood a foot or so away in full, dark gray battle armor and sent lightning through the soldier that just beat her. The woman gurgled and screamed and fell to the ground. Ilse felt the effects of the attack and felt an unnerving spasm through her body. Ilse locked eye contact with Rubens as he approached. He and Ilse moved slightly away from each other when a tall line of fire blazed between the two. Ilse turned and was surrounded by fire, the heat unbearably close as her wounds wept mercilessly. Reshma stepped through the fire and crouched down in their sanctuary. Ilse, what's going on? Where are you hit? She cried. Reshma put Ilse's weak arm over her shoulder. She was trying to get her out of this mess. Ilse wiped blood out of her eyes. It was getting harder to see. We need to warn the others, Ilse said, barely able to speak. Rubens is hell-bent on my undoing and taking over these lands. 
Her hands shook mightily as she pried one of the rings from her fingers and dropped it into the sand. Reshma's eyes flashed. The light dulled, and the girls clasped each other's bloody hands. If you want to help, Ilse said, coughing up blood, don't give this to anyone but Ladala. Why give this to me? Reshma said. It's the only thing that actually bends me. Al thought we'll use it like I can, Ilse said, groping for fabric on her person to tear and use for her head. Ladala will keep them safe. You're not staying here like you're implying, Reshma said. I won't let them take you. People are dying because of me, Ilse said. I'll go with them to give you and Ladala time to recoup. You'll get me out of there. I know it. Ilse, you're insane! They'll keep me alive. Ilse shook her head deliriously. Rashma shook her head and said, You can at least put them in this satchel for me. Ilse obeyed and scooped them up and dropped them in. Suddenly, Rubens leapt through the flames and tumbled near the girls. They shrieked as he snarled and made a grab for them. You are under arrest, he roared as his hair fell in his face. Reshma kicked at him with fire coming out of her soles, and he flinched back. She held Ilse up to her feet, and they escaped the circle together. Ilse felt the scorch slightly as an extra layer of pain. They staggered and quickly surveyed the scene. The elves were outnumbered and falling back. Crescent had left the scene by then, and an elven soldier was fighting while riding Dash. They're retreating, Ilse breathed. And for good reason, they heard behind them. Rubens quickly curved his arm around Ilse's neck and held a knife to her throat. You're not leaving unless I say so, he said in Ilse's ear. He looked up to Reshma and said, One wrong move. He didn't have to finish. Reshma backed away with her hands up, a scowl on her face. Rubens motioned his head towards Reshma and shouted for his men to capture her, but they were too late. The soldier on dash galloped towards them and fought any people coming towards him. He lent a hand and Reshma got on the horse. Follow them, Rubens barked. The soldiers began on foot and on horse to follow the retreating elves, the one on dash gaining the most speed. Ilse stood practically lifeless on the beach, surrounded by soldiers. She was then taken, tied with cords, and brought with the assembly of soldiers. Ilse's head was bent, as if in prayer, both proud and anxious about her sacrifice.